Hello and welcome to episode four of the Kicking Back podcast. I'm joined here today with the fantastic Danny Ellison, who is a uh, singer-songwriter, friend of ours, wonderful human being. I'm also joined here with the delightful wolf at the back, Matthew Campbell, again. Um, yeah, how are you? You good? Great, thanks. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you, Matt? Very good? good. Very good, man. Lovely to see Dan again. It's been way too long. Ages. How long are we talking? Months. Ten, <laughs> ten months. Oh, yeah. I can't remember when the gig was. Like, it was cold. It was, yeah. January, February. It's cold it and dark. Nearly exactly a year ago. Ooh. Yeah. For the Brutal, man. Brutal. So, for people at home, Dan, who do not know who you are, would you like to give them just a little... Little zhuzh, a little uh uh uh. Yeah, um, well, I write songs. I I kind of do a lot of different things, but um, yeah, I, I'm a songwriter and a string arranger and multi instrumentalist. And yeah, I, a musician, I guess, is the broad, the broad term, mm-hmm. as we all are. We're all, oh, everyone here. Um, yeah, and, and I kind of. relatively recently decided to spend most of my time writing songs so that's what i've been doing over lockdown in isolation and how how's how's that been it's been all right yeah Yeah. um i think you know i've been incredibly lucky relatively um been able to sort of get a lot of things done that i think just normality was stopping so you know, because of work and things like that. I came straight out of college and just trying to gig as much as possible and pay rent and everything. And I think it can just sort of get away from you if you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as we all know, like we're all, you know, gigging musicians. Well, you've changed your entire <laughs> you career. Used to, be, yeah. used to be a gigging Which yeah. is sick, but um, yeah. Because we've worked together in lockdown and that's been yeah, great. And I don't know if that would have been, you know, possible. possible. Yeah, man. Probably not. Like, I think about that quite a lot. I think, like, would I have even done that if lockdown hadn't happened? I don't know. Mm. Who knows, Mum? Mm. Yeah, so we've been, we've worked on, we've done two videos mm. thus far, haven't we? Well, three. We did one twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, people don't know how don't need to know that, do they? Um, that wasn't, that was me, though, because I was yeah. just like, I saw this thing and I was like, oh. But that's, that's stuff for your new EP, mm. right? Yeah. So that's what you've been working on at the moment mm. with your brother? Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, so like four four song EP um to be released as soon as we are finished. There's no like set date. Well there was a set date and it's been pushed back every month. <laughs> so yeah. That's these things always take longer than than you expect, mum. Yeah. It's it's always hard to know when the when to call it a day do you know what I mean mm. do you have like a what's your process in terms of writing and then recording and then it, do you have like a particular structure for doing each one or is um, it different from your song not really I thought I did and then <laughs> I was like yeah it's there was a s- yeah like I think because I had I'd worked with I worked in bands for ages. So like I was in a band for four years with, with guys from college, um, who you all know. Um and 
Um, so I guess I was kind of used to coming at songs from a lot of different angles. Like making decisions was kind of like not debating. That sounds so sort of political. It wasn't <laughs> like it was like a fun debate, a discussion. Yeah. It was a, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like you know. So there were six of us in this group, and every you know got to the point where almost every decision it was kind of like there was six slightly different opinions on that thing so i think when it came to me like doing it myself you know just like on my own that was how i tried to approach it like i was i was quite critical of of stuff and i would try and come at it from different angles and say like oh what would think what would you know what would reese do what would and that gen that was that was really really good like that was amazing to be able to to be able to sit in with these guys because you know everyone knows something you don't yeah and then you've got you've got five other people who have just lived completely different lives and then they can just offer things that you would never even think of so i was trying to like it's obviously impossible when you're on your own but i think at least attempting it you get you you get to a, a place that you wouldn't otherwise get to yeah if that makes sense yeah um so yeah i guess that's my technique but yeah it, Ideas come and go. Um, voice memos. I mean, it's got to Every time, that's, that's like the best tool. I think yeah. for I hear something or I'm just playing guitar and I'm like, oh, I don't want to forget it. And there's been so many times where I haven't had my phone. And I'm like, fuck, I've forgotten that idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, just recording everything. Yeah, and, and and going through it like six months later and being that's like, it. oh, that was. I should use that. Why? Why not use that? Yeah. I love your like lyric writing. Oh, um, I don't know if there's a way that you approach that in terms of like, do you draw influences from particular things, or is it just like this song feels like that, and then you start writing it, and then it becomes about something? Or? Yeah. Like. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Boosted, boosted my ego. <laughs> I rocketed. Um, yeah. Uh, well, like, yeah, I don't, this is probably like the the worst way. And like, there's probably loads of lyricists who would be like, telling me I'm an idiot for doing this. But like, if I'm playing, because it usually starts with guitar, like, you know, some kind of harmonic structure. Yeah. That's like really vague. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll kind of, be singing a melody that that feels like it works and then i don't know like certain words will pop out that the sort of feels like that word should come there like right the word whatever is it like uh like phonetics sort of kind of yeah so i'm sort of like there with my guitar and jenny my girlfriend's just sort of like in you know doing something and i'm just there like and I'll sing like a bit of a sentence and she'll just be like, what What are the lyrics? And I'll be like, I haven't written them yet. <laughs> and, and it'll be like, and then it will sort of gradually come together. Cause I, cause I think like, I love bands like, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like that was, I, my brother listened to Red Hot Chili Peppers, my older brother listened to Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I sort of listened to Hang Me Down CDs, you know, like White Stripes, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think with Red Hot Chili Peppers in particular, I had no idea what Anthony Kiedis is singing about or anything. Mm-hmm. So it, 
I would just be listening to like the sound of the words, and I think like the words he chose sounded really good, mm. and and I, yeah. it never really bothered me that I didn't know what the song was about. Mm. So yeah. I guess now it doesn't really bother me when I'm right. I'm not trying to be really clear about what I'm singing about, um, and that's not to say you know because I love listening to songwriters who are you know quite explicit with their with their lyrics, but I definitely. Yeah, I I just you know some words just sound good. You know when you so, sing them in a, in a certain register, or you you know this you mess with the syllables a bit or whatever you mess with mm. the rhythm of the word. Um, so I'm quite interested in that, and mm. yeah, I've never been asked. So yeah, I'm just thinking about it now. I, like I, yeah, I spend so much time thinking about that at the moment. Mm. Especially I I always talk about Justin Vernon, the guy from Bon Iver. Right. Yeah. Um, but I. Like listening to him just all the time, man. Like one until three a.m. It's just like just about time, just like all the digging like old MySpace videos and stuff. Because it's like really, I've no absolutely yeah. not on MySpace on YouTube, but oh right, I'm yeah. not that. I'm not <laughs> that <laughs> That'd, That'd be weird, man. <laughs> yeah, just like looking him up. Want to get yeah. a MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they did a series of videos and it and he does a lot of solo stuff as well. And just thinking about the words he picks because he he kind of it's like he'll pick certain the the song when you actually break it down. You go all the way with it. It's just like a sound on a note. You mm. know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like yeah. every word he sings on a certain note. Even with Ari Stacks, you think about it, like mm. every time he sings a high note, it's it's basically the same word. And even if it's not, he just turns it into the same word. Mm. It's just basically like hammering home. This like sound is like, that's the song. That's what you're getting. Kind yeah. Of so yeah, I've been getting really, it's like a rabbit hole once you start yeah. realizing it, isn't it? You start like breaking down other songs, you realize like everyone does it. It's like, oh my God, like this is. Yeah. I, I listened to his, um, I don't know if you know Song Exploder. What? What's it's that? It's like it breaks. It take gets you. Um, you get an artist, and you they they will themselves break down their own song. Mm. And I think there was one with him and his producer. I can't remember his name. Um, and he was. I remember this one bit. He was talking about. It was he had he had like this one line which kept coming to mind, and he just kept singing that same thing with this musical idea. And he's like, he couldn't like finish it though. Mm. And his producer or someone said, "That's fine," you know just use that one mm-hmm. one line mm. and so he did and i can't remember the name of the song yeah. but because i because i remember talking to someone being like and they said to me because i was just showing them some lyrics i'd written and they were like what does that mean mm-hmm. and i was like oh i don't know and they were like well you have to know like mm. i have to know what it means as the listener i was like oh shit like i need to yeah. go away and uh, edit it but th- yeah. but then i was like actually no i don't yeah, I, I don't care about that as a listener. So, no, yeah. I, I like touching on the uh, Bonnie Ver stuff. Like, I listened to that since I was like a young, a young lad, <laughs> um, and I don't know like any of the words to his songs. But mm. again, it's like saying that like, you know the phonetics, but also then I think if you don't, you can kind of apply your own meaning mm-hmm. to stuff. Then, yeah, do you know what I mean? I think if it's an open-ended book, people can get much more out of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly it. Like, I don't want necessarily. I don't want everyone to know because it's fun to put your own mm-hmm. story to it. Um, yeah. I mean, even everyone, I think everyone does this. You know, when you listen to a really great album, you kind of imagine yourself, you are that person and you mm-hmm. are going through the same thing. But if their experience is just so alien to you that you would just never have gone through it, then you would never feel that i don't think mm. whereas if you can actually put yourself in mm. their music then you would actually be able to imagine you're going yeah. through that do you know what i mean yeah yeah, totally. um, yeah so yeah that's my yeah that's <laughs> interesting one yeah um have you ever found like 
any of the lyrics that you write, you sort of you write them, you do this process, and then later down the line, you think, oh, that might that's about this, or that's you know, uh, what like find the meaning of the song? Yeah, or just like just later on, you're like, oh, actually, I was subconsciously I've definitely done that before it's like I was subconsciously writing about this thing but at the time you didn't realise it yeah I don't know if you've ever had anything like that yeah Um, I mean I'm writing a song right now and I don't know what I want it to be about and Mm. I'm kind of I think it's like sometimes you don't know how you're feeling until you Mm -hmm. um, like yeah so there was a song I was trying to write over lockdown which is on uh, it's called Tribe. It's on the new EP. Woo woo! Hear it in a minute. <laughs> Bit of a plug. <laughs> and I, I was, I got to this point where I was like, I can't. I'm not able. I can't write anything. It was really pissing me off because it was locked down, and I felt like I should be really productive, and it was really annoying me. Like, it was. Like, I was like forcing myself to write music, which is probably not great. Um, and because I was getting annoyed and kind of angry, it kind of showed me how I felt about a lot of stuff. And I suddenly realized that I was actually getting a bit annoyed about this thing or this thing. Um, And then that ended up becoming the meaning of the song. So I think like that had never happened. I'd never had like quite a strong emotion. Uh, It had never been the experiencing that emotion that had allowed me to find the meaning of the song. Mm -hmm. So that was quite interesting. So I, I sort of thought, like, oh, should I just like get angry a lot, or <laughs> you know, like, yeah, get, yeah. just be really sad? Because like some people say, oh, you can't write if you're happy. Like I've heard people say that, and mm. I, I was like, oh no, because you have to be like, if you're happy, then you don't have, Nothing. you don't feel the need to write. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's hard to write happy music, man. Yeah, That's a difficult mm. thing to do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like you said, it's way easier to do it if you're feeling a bit, oh, a bit down for a bit. <laughs> yeah. You can just be like always on acoustic guitar as well. Yeah, yeah right. open tuning. <laughs> no, no, a bit of man feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that it? Yeah, it's funny with um, with Tribe that, that new single that you've got because mm. I I feel like that's quite. Uh, I've heard that a few times. Haven't you? I've heard that a lot of times, Dan. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because it's quite a. No, I wouldn't say a departure from your old stuff, but it's quite un- unlike mm. your other stuff. It's got so angry. So angry! It's the scariest yeah, it song I've ever heard. It's it's a it's a great it's a great tune, man. It sounds awesome. Your brother Thank you. and you did a did a fantastic job and uh, mixing it and put it together. Like when you first sent it, I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, thank you. Yeah, man. It was. I mean, I'm a big advocate of your of your stuff, and you guys at home should be too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do a quick little plug, Dan. If people want to find you on on the interwebs. Where can they find you? And look straight down that sweet this camera one. and tell them. You can find me at uh, Danny Addison Music on Instagram, Danny Addison Music on Facebook, and Danny Addison on Spotify. I had to think there. I was like, what's my name? <laughs> Those three. I think they're the main three. I also have a LinkedIn, uh, but no. <laughs> um, Do people use LinkedIn? Like, I... I Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, right. This is interesting because I I've never like I've got an account and I get emails all the time like oh this person wants to be your friend and all all this. But like, what do people actually use it for? I think it's so like I think it's like big in PR or or jobs like that. Like um, yeah, right. 
Yeah, because we've got our. I think there's like different social medias for different different areas. Um, yeah, because yeah. yeah, Jenny was in PR. My girlfriend was in PR. She's she's kind of she still does it, but she's um, like retraining at the moment. Um, and I remember, I think I asked her that same thing. I was like, "Oh, do people use LinkedIn?" And she said, "Oh, like a lot of pe- pe- people in PR have it." So mm-hmm. yeah. I think. Like it's like professional people. Yeah. Real people, man. Yeah, Real it's very... Suit and tie people. I've got like 6,000 connections on my own, name, but really? just for your uni project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, my LinkedIn empire. <laughs> I've never posted. But... He's holding it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, yeah. So popular. We should go back on it and see what... Yeah, people are probably crying out for you to, to put some <laughs> on there. Yeah. Waiting with bated breath. Yeah. When you said to people to use LinkedIn, Matt was just like... Matt bristled. He was like, uh, "What LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, LinkedIn! Let me tell you about LinkedIn. Trying to find Justin Burton on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's hilarious. Man. Jeez. So, okay, how would you describe your sound to people that haven't heard oh, you before? God. Sorry to throw that on you. This question. No. <laughs> or at um, least like you know artists that you draw influence from or sound similar to. Just give people like the um, ballpark. You know, it's like I think I think broadly it's folk um mm. so i've just been um accepted onto a, a folk mentorship program okay uh, with english folk expo and so which i was actually quite surprised by because i guess i'd thought it wouldn't be because fo- i'd applied for it because i thought it was like a great opportunity but i didn't i didn't know if they would listen to it and go oh yeah that's clearly folk and um they obviously thought it fit under because I guess folk is such a broad genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I'd say, and then because I I kind of grew up playing classical music, like I I played violin pretty much my whole life, and um, I I played it in the, uh, Young Monarch, that, the band I was in, um, for, for four years, and and then I really wanted to kind of take that and and you, so there's a lot of like string strings and stuff in mm. in my in my music and now um so it's kind of like classical elements in there i don't know i don't know what because i used the term like neoclassical once on a i was like submitting a song for something oh, okay. and they came back to me and said it's not neoclassical mate uh, and i was like oh sorry <laughs> i thought neoclassical was like where you classical stuff in no. I think that's no like, that's <laughs> it, was like, Matt, yeah. it was Matt that responded <laughs> uh, neoclassical reminds me like Ingve Malmsteen like like shred kind of that when it oh. was a neoclassical that's where I'd go but I don't maybe I don't that's know. just guitar See, I, neoclassical guitar that's what people do okay so mm. I thought it was like classical but like the weird shit do you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. But like the I newer, mean, the newer, more the witch, <laughs> you know, like sort of like strange score, like uh, what are they called? Where it's like visual scores and, and yeah. I thought that was neoclassical. I don't know. I saw the word and I was like, oh wow, I found perfect on my sound. <laughs> and this guy, Matt, crushed <laughs> my dreams. Yeah. I d- yeah. So I, yeah, um, folk, alternative folk. Yeah. Um classical folk if that's a thing and then and then with this yeah with the new song it's kind of not rock it's not folk rock more, but it's getting I, yeah i don't know i was gonna say I don't more, like genres man i was I gonna say more poppy but it's, it's, yeah i hate it's such a horrible question i shouldn't have asked you this question no no it's fine but it's, it's, I have so, to know it's so it's, hard to like section your music off yeah. into one mm-hmm. particular 
yeah, thing. It's really hard. I like talking about it though because one day you'll figure we'll have a conversation and it'll be like, oh, I know what my genre is, and then I can put it on my my bio, my Spotify bio, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will know what I do. So for now, it's Danny Addison genre unknown, genreless. Yeah, but that's good because that adds a bit of mystery. It does. And the man of like, mystery. Ooh, what is this? And they'll click play and add to my monthly listens. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get rich. I'll get rich. <laughs> so much money from that sweet oh, Spotify plays. Oh, what a that, deal, man. That point zero. I'm zero so four. glad that Spotify play and pay musicians so well mm-hmm. for tracks. I saw this thing the other day and it was like uh minimum it was like it, it like broke down all the monthly expenses. It was like rent, bills, food, whatever, and it yeah. sort of like had the amount of plays that it would Costs, cost but, yeah. to pay for it and I was like oh alright that's my number <laughs> Go for, try and go for that number because uh, yeah like it's um, I don't really know how unrealistic it is like getting 100,000 plays because I haven't been doing it very long you know like yeah. releasing songs this is my, my second EP so um, I feel like it's hard to, to get that but then there are a lot of people who, who have 200,000 I feel like that always comes down to like good management and like good yeah. PR um, you know this so uh, can we just go back to this folk expo oh yeah, 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 yeah. so what is it exactly is it they do like for you as a, an artist so they assign you so they do a, they do a lot of things so they have um, workshops and stuff so they so there's me and three others yeah um, and they they give you uh they sign you with a mentor. So I've been signed with someone called Andy Bell, who's a head of Hudson Records, who are a record label. They, they specialise in acoustic music primarily. Okay. Um, and yeah, so we've all been we've all been assigned with these mentors and we, we have monthly conversations with them. They kind of talk us through mm. our plans and, you know, kind of advise us on good, good things to do to get there. And... Um, and then yeah, so we're we're playing at festivals as well as part of it. So oh, nice. Cambridge Folk Festival next year, this year. If it's happening, it's now twenty twenty one. Is it happening? Well, it's in August, so you'd hope. I right. hope, mm. yeah. Uh, Focus Wales is another one, oh, yeah. and Manchester Folk Festival is the, is the is the other one. So I'm really I'm re- I mean I'm like I really hope they happen. Yeah. Because yeah, I've Cambridge Folk Festival. I played it was it two years ago with chloe foy oh yeah who, yeah yeah um yeah that was really really cool and i was sort of on stage thinking oh man this would be so cool to play because i was there as her um i was playing piano you were playing piano i was shocked she asked me to play piano i was like <laughs> oh no so i had to like learn piano, and, <laughs> learn piano. I, did, I kind of played a bit but um yeah yeah, guitar and violin. So I was kind of nice. had all this gear, and I remember sat there being like, "Oh, I would love to play this festival." And then a, pl- a friend, do you know Adi? You know Adi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she messaged me, um, and said, "You know, you you might be interested in this thing." And I thank God she did. I'm just so glad that she messaged me because I applied just. On a whim. a whim, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they accepted me on, and they had said, "Oh, you know, this is is 
basically exactly what I needed to to have people tell me what I was doing that was bad and you know like what's your genre that's yeah. like <laughs> it's like it's yeah. quite you know yeah. quite good for me because I've never you know being in bands I never had to sort of take that you know I was one of six and then I could sort of just coast a little bit and now I feel like I have to do all the all the stuff and that's what's really good for yeah it's good it's good to do that's the stuff that I like hate yeah it's music. yeah it's kind of the, it's like it's, it's the boring bit isn't yeah it, really? other side yeah. isn't it yeah I mean that's one of the main reasons that I stopped doing music stuff apart from mm. horrible horrible function gigs yeah <laughs> Like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for you, uh, right? Yeah. Because um, I don't have to do any of that with the video stuff, mm. which is, we've talked about this before. It kind of like does itself. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. it's like I make a video for someone, and then you put that video, and then that promotes itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't yeah. have to do it. It's wicked. Everyone shares your work all the time. Because, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's it's the dream. Which are you doing? I'm gonna be sharing your video, tagging you everywhere. 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 It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait. I actually cannot wait to put it out and share it. I just mm-hmm. it's been so long. That was a good it was an interesting day that that filming that, that the, music video. The tribe one. The tribe one. Yeah. That was that was an interesting day. A long day. A long day. I think we got really lucky. We did, didn't we? We looked yeah. out and for Sorry, people that don't haven't seen the video yet. <laughs> We're working with these two uh, kids doing this like narrative thing, um, like in a forest and mm. all this. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to ruin. Yeah, no, it's fine. The concept. Right. But yeah, I mean, I've not like worked with kids before mm. doing the film and stuff. Anyway, so that I was I was a bit like I was a bit nervous about that because mm. you never know how kids are going to be on the day. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it was it was the dad who said to me he made a joke like never never work with kids or animals and i was like oh what is that a thing <laughs> i was on the day <laughs> i was like oh fuck <laughs> no, but it was fine um because yeah it went i just there were so many things that sort of just worked on the day that no. i didn't expect like the weather because you just never guarantee yeah it's, mm-hmm. no, the weather's gonna be good so um and then we found this little this little house because yeah, and it's and like it, an abandoned like oh, sheep hut or something. Yeah, totally abandoned. Didn't belong to anyone. No, definitely um, didn't. Uh, definitely really. weren't. We definitely were not trespassing. Absolutely, we'd never do that. Would we would never, ever. Um, and then yeah, just I think we went a bit over the amount of time we thought we would, but then it always does, man. Yeah. It always does. Got the nice sunset at the end, which is good. Is it worth explaining the um, like, what's the kind of storyline? Dan, well, you, you came up with well, the, the concept, yeah. didn't you? So maybe you should sort of. Ex- do you want to? Why do you explain what the song's about a little bit, and maybe the concept? It's kind of about um, when people get um, possessed by an idea, um, and um, yeah, again, I want to like not be too explicit because I yeah. like I like the idea of people putting their own thing on it but um for me it's it's uh when <sighs> to think i can't remember <laughs> i did have a i did have a meaning 
Um, I guess, you know, it's, it's, it's called Tribe, so it's about, it's kind of like a warlike thing, I guess. It's yeah. like feeling like you need to be on one, the right side of the argument, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter whether what you're saying is right. It matters whether you're on the right side of the, whether you're, like, whether you're agreeing with the right people. Like pack mentality, mm. sort of. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, just kind of like the frustration with that. And that's like, that covers so many different things because mm. it covers like, you know, personal, you, you know, like when you break up with someone, if you have mutual friends, suddenly, you know, there's... got to pick and choose. Huh? you got to pick and choose. There's that, there's that. So yeah, it's it's about that and then it's about mm. all sorts. So. It's a very um, like current issue, isn't it? I mean, it's always been a current issue, but mm. now like everyone can have access to that just straight away. In fact, everyone does, you know, mm. especially now everyone's locked away so people spend more time on the phones. But yeah, what I find really funny mm. with that kind of thing, it's like pat mentality and stuff is most people spend more time just trying to just trying to win the argument, man. And it's not like, they might be right, but I don't think they even care at that point. It's just like, yeah. how can I make this other guy look wrong? And especially right. when people start insulting each other, like, what does that have to do with this argument? And, mm. and it becomes an it becomes about really everything rather than the... Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's um, really strange thing to witness just as a bystander, isn't it? Because you, you can see it so clearly that it's like the need to be right that mm. people have. And mm. I don't know, maybe it's probably always been there, but I don't know whether it gets heightened by social media, the fact that things are kind of more anonymous. You know, people Definitely. see your name, but they don't actually know anything about you. So you can get have more, those arguments. They get braver mm-hmm. and they can say any, they say stuff they would never say. Yeah, it's, it's so like, weird, isn't it? Place, when you really actually weird. think about it, it's like, yeah. I think every every town, I know my hometown has one, Chorlton has one, just like the kind of moan group, you know, like Chorlton moan. Those places <laughs> yeah, are great well. for that. You know, it, it, I highly recommend anyone just logging into that thing. And <laughs> so just funny, man. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, any so any Manchester people, I would highly recommend getting on the Chorlton Facebook group because, mm. my goodness, there's some funny stuff on there. Really? People just lose their minds at each other. <laughs> <laughs> you want that? Oh, right. I don't you know. some hot water, Brad? I did get in some hot water, oh Brad. Right, okay, I'll tell you. Let me tell you your story now. <laughs> um, right. There once was a lovely cat that used to walk around near our house. Oh, this is a real thing. This is a real story, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. This is a real story. Okay, it was a very lovely cat. He used yeah. to come in the house sometimes. And he's like, oh, hello, mate. How you doing? You know, nice. Real nice cat. And then one day, I was going to go to work. It was about half four, five o'clock. And I, I looked out onto the, the balcony of our kitchen, to the rose, just admiring the view. And, uh, and there, uh, this cat was lying on the floor. And I, I was like, oh, what's he doing? It was a nice thing there. I was like, maybe he's just chilling in the middle of the, middle of the road. You yeah. know, it's cool. I was like, I stood there for like 30 seconds. I was like, oh, it's not moving. That's, that's weird. So obviously go down. Someone's hit the poor. Oh, or a little sod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get the doormat from in front of the house and I pick, pick him up, take him off the road. Oh, poor little thing. Mm-hmm. Went around the neighbours, was like, is this your cat? So sorry. No one knew, no one knew. <laughs> that didn't like, that wasn't like, cracking. <laughs> wasn't like offering it up to people. Like, is this yours? <laughs> anyone? <laughs> no one could, no, no one 
<laughs> no one. Not supposed to be a funny story, is no, it? No, it's not. It's, it is. It's kind of funny, though. <laughs> so, and then it was like, right, I've got to go to work. So I was like, right, I'm going to leave him near the house. Um, and, what, and what I'll do is I'll take a picture. He wasn't, like, before I say this, he wasn't, like, messed up or anything. He looked perfectly normal. Right, yeah. Maybe his head was a little bit, like, you know. But apart from that, he looked, you know, yeah. almost good as new. Right, yeah. So I took a picture, not an offensive picture in any way at all. Um, I took, and I put it on the Chilton group. I was like, so sorry to do this. You know, I've got to go to work. I found this cat. They would uh, want to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know what? Fair, yeah. yeah, I was like, here's my number. If anyone, you know, if this is someone's whatever. Um, my God, the <laughs> shit storm that <laughs> came my way. It was ridiculous, man. The people were just like, I can't believe you posted this on here. La, 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 la. Just like proper going at me. And like that, obviously the other people were like, well, he's just trying to let people know. And yeah. honestly, we're talking like three. I didn't mean to hit it. Like 300, 400 people just like going at it. And this is for like several days afterwards. Luckily, some very nice woman from like a cat rescue place came and took him Thank in. You, Brad. And, and sort, sorted it out. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I saw a very ugly side of the Chilton Facebook group. Mm. So yeah, that <laughs> was in their breakfast. Like, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a horrible picture, honestly. Yeah. it was like I was just trying to be a good citizen. Yeah, yeah, I People think that's fair. absolutely shat all over me. Oh, mate. But I was just laughing. A little bit, yeah. also crying a little yeah. bit because I was like, "Why are people so horrible?" Uh, but like, funny because it's not about like you put in the picture up is it it's about that someone's cat's died yeah exactly they've made it about uh, yeah exactly what people, about me what about like, me yeah. yeah it's all about the story of me isn't it that people yeah so well, that put the yeah. world to rights i think with, i was trying to be a nice person yeah. you know and i think that's, that's good that's what you, you gotta try though haven't you it'll be yeah kind of like brave haven't you to to put it up and yeah. be like, you know, because it's right, okay, because it wasn't like I could have just said, "Hi, I found a grey furry cat on my road." <laughs> it could be anyone's cat. Do you know what I mean? You've Someone's got like shotgun. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like I just thought it was the right thing to do, and then mm-hmm. it got ugly, man. Yeah. It got ugly. I suppose like one big issue with social media as well is like. uh I always find this hard is like the inability to be like sarcastic or have like nuance with words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, yeah, it's so difficult with like you a can full read stop it. and a comma. Yeah, like you can read it whatever way you want and take it mm. out whatever way you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's a big, I think that's a big issue in terms of like, you know, we're talking about like, uh, is it called partisanship where people are like on, stuck on either side? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to try and sound intelligent. I'm going to go with yeah. Yeah, why the <laughs> hell not? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. And have you seen that? Well, those things where you take a sentence and you put like emphasis on, you change the emphasis of each word in turn of the sentence and it completely changes the meaning of the sentence. Have you seen that? No, what, what is that? It's like, I can't remember this. You can Google it afterwards. It's like, it's really interesting. I'd never seen it, but you can just, you take like a sentence and someone has just, like underlined like the first word and then underline the second word and if you emphasize like that word mm. the sen- the sentence means a completely different thing mm-hmm. um and i feel like that's just what people do all the time with with what you were saying on yeah. social media they would just they might think you were joking or i don't know yeah. even which 
obviously you'd have to be quite strange to do but it's yeah. like the the same thing it works great with lyrics and with music like the fact that people take their own meaning but then on the flip side it's maybe like humans are just really bad at reading into words because everything's yeah. just like the body language and mm. everything else comes along with it and then, I mean, yeah yeah i mean i mean uh, now if i did find a cat <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to decide what i would do well you that? know where to not put it on chilton yeah what is it the chilton Ch- facebook group the chilton moaners Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's a very good point, George, actually. Okay. So I did this thing with the cat, and then I, I really shouldn't laugh, but oh my God. It's... Any cat owners, sorry. Yeah, I like cats, oh, man. I forgot about this. Right? <laughs> Someone, like, it was like, it was a few weeks later, <laughs> put on the most graphic picture of a de- dead cat I've ever. It was, it's like guts out. And Why? It, because it, basically doing the same thing like oh i found this cat oh right it was yeah yeah <laughs> like just went i was like i couldn't believe it man but yeah. it felt like the, the comments and stuff were like equally as heated about yeah. it it felt like they would just argue about anything man i feel like though if the cat if if it's really graphic maybe he shouldn't have exactly. put it up exactly is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I just, but then, I mean, like, they kicked off the same amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. They're just getting sick of dead cats. Like, yeah. yeah, people just putting them up there all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's starting a trend. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag dead cats, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Whose cat's this? Well, yeah, you got to kind of be, you got to be smart about what dead cat pictures you're putting up. I learned that a long time ago. When I was a young lad. <laughs> yeah, when I was, yeah. That's, it's mad, see, I spoke to someone recently who went through their entire social media and just deleted anything that was like controversial, mm. could, you know, cause any kind mm. of like offense. They went through everything because it's like it's so weird now. Like everything you do is recorded forever. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe me laughing about this cat thing is going to haunt me. going to bite you in there. It might bite me in the ass knows. too, man. Maybe it will, but. You can't like live your life trying to censor everything you do. <sighs> you wouldn't yeah. do anything, would you? But exactly, um, self censorship is a weird, it's a weird thing, man. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Like it, people would be so bored if you didn't have anything remotely different going on or yeah. anything remotely colourful. So like, what do people want? Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, and uh, are they going to be surprised if like they dig this up and like, oh wow, Dan's a human. He like laughed about this shit. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a really funny thing, isn't it? Kind of it gets so so boring. I just, everyone just censored everything they were up to. Yeah, I mean, I I thought about that, and I I think I don't. I kind of don't post anything controversial or. Um, <laughs> what are you or, laughing about, dear? Sorry, it's all right. James and George. Are sorry, we're just actually looking up some of the the Charlie <laughs> group at the moment. <laughs> Um, Actually, I was thinking. Yeah, come on, let's have a let's go to camera four. Let's hang have on, a look. hang on. You can see everything. My, uh, okay. You can see all my stuff. So what you were just you were just having a little dig through, were you? Yeah, I was just you know, uh, uh, there's a lot about cats and kittens. Yeah. Ah. You know. Well, that seems you know. So your one will still be on here. But um, it was a while. It was probably about a year ago. You know, I think. But uh, yeah. Well, That's not great, is it? Was it say? Got a few new recipes to try during lockdown and sick of cooking dog. <laughs> <laughs> so people are laughing at that, right? 
You didn't get any positive feedback. No. I got uh, loads of laughs. To be fair, there's some people on that on that Facebook group that are really funny. Like, no, really. Like, really stuff you shouldn't oh. laugh at, but my <laughs> goodness, it's That's funny. Sometimes the funniest stuff, though, isn't it? It's always the funniest. It's always the funniest. What, right, what is that? Like, why is the most, like, wrong, base, horrible stuff? It's so funny, man. No. It's because you shouldn't say it. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as you Everyone's hear it. Everyone's thought it before, maybe, and just thought yeah. it's like, you need to have a word. So when it comes out, it's like, what the? <laughs> yeah. 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 Shark, S- school it? is the worst when you're not supposed to laugh mm-hmm. you shouldn't laugh oh man yeah <sighs> yeah and someone would do something I'll say it was just yeah it's the worst thing it's ever it's a weird thought. thing isn't it but the best thing ever mm-hmm. it's wonderful it's a wonderful thing um <laughs> Man, we've covered some crazy topics. I know. It's mad, isn't it? This is wild. (laughs) Um, For anyone that has just joined us, we are here with the lovely Danny Ellison, or Dan Ellison, whatever you want to call him. Um, Dan's going to be doing a little performance for us in a bit uh, with some songs from your new EP and one song from an old EP. Mm, An old P. An old P. Um, If you want to find Danny on social media it's all Danny, uh, Danny Allison for most yeah. of it yeah, yeah. Um, if you're enjoying what you're seeing we're still doing this on a donation basis so I'll get James to put a link in our Twitch discussion um, for people that are listening to us in the future on Spotify there is a video version of this so if you want to see the our lovely lovely faces then please head over to our Rec Rooms YouTube channel to check this out Ooh. it's all very exciting I'm yeah right. I'm very excited it's great man so, I'm going to ask this question because I ask everyone this question. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, just because it's an easy one, yeah. kind of. Requires a little bit of thinking. Um, just your Desert Island discs or albums that you you think are, you know, solid gold. Oh, I mean... And it can be, I'll just say, it can be like, a, you know, a great hits or whatever. It doesn't yeah. have to be like, you know... Or just artists the original. That artists that you'd recommend, Dan, that you've been listening to recently or things that you've been listening to a long time. Give some people stuff to listen to at home, man. I just, I mean, I love, yeah, I love the uh, album Elephant by The White Stripes. That album just reminds me of when I was like 10 or 11. Like Black Math, incredible. And all, the, like every single guitar riff is incredible and it kind of like you listen to it and you just want to play guitar um and then yeah just amazing um red hot chili peppers by the way it's kind of not it's not really their most popular album like not many people sort of tend to reference it yeah but um i think it might just be the nostalgia more than anything you know just songs that you've grown up with um and we used to listen to this album by the Buena Vista Social Club when I was growing up, when I was little. Um, uh, Keen Hopes and Fears, incredible, mm-hmm. that's incredible a, album. That's, I've never really listened to it. Oh, Keen. man. She Has No Time by Keen. Like, just want to, it's like the most effortless singing you could mm. ever imagine. Okay. Just someone who can, I don't even know the lead singer's name. Mm-hmm. That's mad um but yeah someone who like relatively recently i've discovered is moses sumney who um i think released an album in 2017 
I, called Aromanticism. Yeah. Mm. I. Yeah, I've just got onto his stuff. Um, yeah. Oh man, mm. that guy! I've never heard anyone sing like yeah. like that before. Just it's crazy. Just like, mm-hmm. and and it's almost like genre. You you can't describe it. Yeah, um, like genreless. We're gonna say you can't call it indie folk <laughs> or like yeah. alternative because it's do it like justice, what? Does yeah. it? Because yeah. it's something else entirely. That, don't bother calling. I heard that on Jules Holland. I was just like Sam and parents. You know, you go through Jules Holland and usually it's like cool. And then every now and again, just like, what the f-? Right. Yeah. It's so, so like, good, man. yeah, that that album kind of, that was in the in-between stages. I heard that album between, like, leaving the band and starting to write my own stuff. And hearing that album, because I was a bit like, oh, I don't know what kind of music I want to make. And oh, mm-hmm. I don't know whether I should because I don't have a kind of clear genre whatever mm-hmm. um and i think that album pretty much was the, what the main album that made me go oh i can actually make the music i want to make mm-hmm. and it can you know like resonate with people because like it's not it's not commercial it's not mm-hmm. what i would describe as commercial but it's i've never heard anyone listen to it and go Oh, that's not that's not any good. Like, yeah, yeah. It resonates with so many people, um, and it's so unique. It's got those two amazing ingredients, um, and uh, yeah. So I think that would be. I, I I don't know like where it would go in the kind of. It's like, in there. It's in there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any others. Um, there's so many. I mean, the Strokes. Gorillas, Demon Days. Oh man, incredible! I mean, yeah, that's like, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, don't get lost in heaven. I think it's the last track on that album. It's got this amazing string arrangement, and like hearing, you know, that's the thing I love about that album is the. I don't know if it does this on the Spotify versions, but the original version, mm. the original like CD. I think each song merged yeah, into through, the next does, yeah, does it, it does. still do that on the Spotify version I think so yeah is that the one James is that the one where there's the orchestral version of it as well probably there's there's Plastic Beach as yes. well that's got Demon Days they did a live yeah have or, you heard orchestral have you heard version. that have not yeah. really, James really showed cool. me that like, it blew my mind Whoa, okay. because it sounds they make it sound so like bang on to the record oh it's not anything it's, to do it's, with it's gorillas. The Ma- they did it at manchester opera house right uh, ages ago but they did like a live like just of their yeah. whole album and it's unbelievable yeah. honestly yeah. it it's like hearing the album again for the first time do you know what i mean like, yeah. in a completely new way but yeah. like just so yeah if you haven't listened to that man check it out it, it blew me away yeah and that's yeah. like yeah that's got to be up there with... It's so weird with that album as well because it's kind of one... I feel like you could always come back to it and yeah. and if I listen to it now, I've sort of noticed... You always notice new things with it and yeah. stuff that sort of you listen to and you're like, that shouldn't sound good. If, do you know mm. what I mean? Like, that shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, I would ne- Or at least I would never, ever dream of putting that in a song or... And it just is so perfect. It's like, oh my God. You know, that takes a sort of, I don't know, higher level of perception. I don't know. I don't know what you would, some sort of psychological term for it probably, to be able to, or maybe it's just, maybe it's just pure, a confident songwriter or mm. whatever, to to say, 
oh, I think we should have that thing, throw it in and keep it. And yeah, and mm-hmm. stick with be it. Be brave with it, you know. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. Um, yeah. I think it's so easy yeah. to, to uh, <clears throat> yeah, to like remove that sort of Just stuff. back out, oh, people won't like that. Yeah. So, yeah. do it, yeah. I think we were guilty of that a lot in our yeah. old stuff, weren't we? Yeah, totally. Yeah, just second guessing everything, which is yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't know it's like who who you were writing it for. That's a really hard one, and that that's something I struggled with for ages. Was feeling like I was writing for anyone else, mm. and just constantly writing really really bad music because of that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I like trying to imagine like what someone else wants to hear. Is if, but then it's like, I I'm never gonna know the answer. Mm. So why am I trying to even work that one out? Mm. Do you know what I mean? The, the, I think the best you can do is just give anything a go, mm. and then you're gonna find your feet from that. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, bravery. I mean, like be, being like courageous with your decisions sometimes for me is just like so listenable when yeah. you hear someone do something that's bold and mm-hmm. and especially like hearing mates release music because obviously we have a lot of mates who make music. So when you hear them release something and you, you sort of see a different side to them through that song, you're like, whoa, I didn't know so, so-and-so was... was capable of 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 expressing themselves in that way um and that's always so yeah just so listenable yeah just want to hear it Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily bold uh people think like something like doing something crazy it could be the opposite as well yeah like be bringing something in when you didn't expect it to yeah whatever it is but just um making those decisions that people don't necessarily expect i think yeah it's a lot to be said for that yeah sure don't want it to be tame do you you don't know no, but then there's also this other side of like somehow making the most simple music and then making it beautiful. Mm. That's a really difficult thing to do as well because yeah. you could easily do that and it's just a bit flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> For <laughs> lack of a better word. I was, I was trying to guess what word. That's, that's a really good word. <laughs> that's what it is though, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's so, like that's what we were saying before, like writing like music that's happy or joyous. It, mm. it, it's it's hard to do it and and for it to be like genuine and and interesting Mm. and there's it's the dark art man Mm. songwriting is it's a deep dark art it's really hard yeah I don't well I always find it interesting as well when people try and collaborate you know two great songwriters collaborate and it doesn't work out Mm. you know individually you know they might have produced albums that I would say are like up there with the greatest albums of all time Mm. But then when they try and work together, it doesn't, they just don't gel or what they yeah. produce is, I always find that quite interesting. Or sometimes it's the opposite and it's the most incredible thing ever. Um, there's a song called Fork It Out by Tash Sultana and Matt Corby, mm. which I think is an example, a really good example of when it does work though. Right. It's such a tune. So they released this song together. I was like, oh. I really hope it's good. Yeah. You, get, you know, you get that like, oh, and it was, and it was like, yes, this is so good. That's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, man. Songwriting, it's a mystery. Somewhere, someone's got some secret source, haven't they? And they just... I think everyone's source is different, man. Mm. Everyone, like you said, like everyone has a different approach and, you know, I think it's, it's, it's tapping into your own ness, mm. whatever that is. Mm. Although, however you find that, 
That's the mystery, man. That's yeah. the journey. That's, That's the, journey. the journey. Yeah, man. Yeah. For people that have just joined us on this inspiring <laughs> songwriting conversation, I'm here with um, Danny Ellison, a uh, wonderful songwriter. Uh, I'm here with Matthew Campbell, awesome guitarist, Wolf at the Back. Um, I think we should go for a little break. What say you? I say. Let's listen to some of Danny. I'd love to hear some of this. So, we... Dan came and did a little set for us before. Um, some stuff off his new EP um, and one other one. Um, it was great. I loved it. I always love listening to Dan's music. It's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I really hope you enjoy this. If you enjoy what you like, uh, please follow us on Twitch. And we've got stuff on social media. This episode will be on YouTube and Spotify on Saturday. So people in the future hello thank you for listening to us um i really hope you enjoy dan's music we're going to be back in like 10 12 minutes or something and then we'll talk about some more stuff and then yeah it'll be good so um anything to say to the audience to prep them before this performance <sighs> hold on to your hats now <laughs> hope you enjoy it cool all right, all right hope you enjoy it we'll see you soon goodbye Hello, I'm Danny Addison, and this is a song called Tribe. It feels good to be a part of a bigger thing. It'd be good to be the star on a movie screen. Be the white, don't be in between. Be a fighter, pick a side, pick a team. Mountains will move. The shadow of what I was before. I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm screaming through. This megaphone, I'm yearning, I'm yearning in the fires of my people. Hey. I see science, see device, see the algorithms. My peace is my tribe when it clouds my vision. I swell with the pride of a thousand nations. A pretty critic goes in I ever. I'm done.
Um, one more? Yeah. Um, thank you very much for having me, guys. This last song is called The June. The June. Um, <laughs> I need my capo again. So. <laughs> um, Alright, hopefully it'll be in June. I'd and so irreplaceable and stuck to the sky I'm headed for the June I'm headed for the June I'm headed for Sailing out on phone beams Waiting for the tide Sitting on her island Taking a sweet time I'm headed for the June I'm headed for the June I'm headed for the June I'm headed for And if the time would leave us And if the sky deceives us Think of the sand beneath your feet Blow steadily Nice. This last song is called Joy. Thank you for having me. I'm Danny Addison. I've been taken 
peggle to in December's dew. And I've been shaken from the pedestal, fingers black and blue.
Tell us where we can find all your shit. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this camera. This camera. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, Sorry, I thought I was looking at George. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Danny Addison Music, Facebook at Danny Addison Music, and Spotify at Danny Addison. Hope you enjoyed it. Lovely. Lovely. Bye, Dan. Bye. Hello, and welcome back to episode four of the Kicking Back podcast. I'm here with the lovely Daniel Addison. How are you, mate? You okay? All right. I'm on my sepple. Second. Appetizer. I think that's enough for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely wired. Buzzing. Ready for questions. <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't even, I'm not even sure if I've ever had appetizer. What is it? It's just like fruity kind of, oh, it's not very kind of um, soap, is no, it, it's not. It's <laughs> apple. It's like a fizzy drink sort of thing, is it? Well, I'll just. Yeah, go on. Give sparkle naturally with appetizer. Our sumptuous, simply crafted signature apple blend with 100% real fruit juice. Wow. Did you know that we're actually sponsored by yeah. Appetizer? Dan, can you look at the camera this time? Yeah, do it. Best. But do it down camera too, this this one here. And there's really... Oh, I've been uh, looking at that one the whole well, time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazy. you know when you know when you like talk to someone but you don't look with the eye you like look at their yeah. forehead oh, it's yeah. like kind of really it's creepy really uncomfortable if you just look at someone like Adam's apple yeah exactly it's like <laughs> what are you looking at what are you looking at <laughs> right yeah so go camera to it in, in your most like M&S sensual voice sparkle naturally with apple tizer our sumptuous simply crafted signature apple blend with 100% real fruit juice Best surf chilled. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever no, thought yeah, about um, retraining as a as a as a matter of fact? No, <laughs> <laughs> I never have. Uh, but you know, you've just you've given me another ego boost now. Now I'm thinking. Well, Dan, I think you're a wonderful human being, oh, and, and you know, I want people to know. This is too much, yeah, man. It's true. Um, this All these compliments and two apple tizers. <laughs> well, you know, we look after people here. Yeah, you, you, know. you messaged me and you were like, "Do you want any drink of any kind?" And I sort of, I took a shot. I was like, "Took a shot in the dark." I have an apple tizer, and you were like, "Yeah, no worries." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Gobsmacked!" But I've asked for the Chardonnay. <laughs> So do you, do you like drink or anything, Dan, or you just, you're not really asked about that sort of I do. Stuff? It, I On do occasion. In, in social events. Right, yeah. So I haven't drunk for 10 months. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't really, I've occasionally like drank with a meal, but. Like when I'm on my own, it just doesn't feel. There's something weird about drinking on your own, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think each their own, but um, yeah. I've just never done it really. Um, and yeah, I love. I mean, I love drinking at gigs, and there's no gigs, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I sort of feel a bit weird if I'm watching a band without a drink. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, and then you also, you know, might go and talk to the band if you've got a drink because you've got but, courage. Yeah. Um, Such courage. Yeah, but I'm not like a big drinker. I, you know, I don't sort of get wasted when I wasted. do drink. Mm. Um, yeah, it's funny, man. Um, I can't remember who I was talking to, um, and they were talking about uh, sort of you know younger generations, mm. younger than we are, and they were talking about like it seems like they're less into sort of drinking and stuff. So they mm. seem to be a bit more 
I don't know. It's it's yeah. a funny one, man, because I'm I'm not like a massive drinker either, to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of uh, yeah. I've heard some scary, not scary. I don't know if it's scary. Some weird statistics about that. About like, the younger generation, mm. like they learn to drive later, and ah. they 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 they're getting they're moving out their parents' houses later and stuff like. Mm. But it's apparently something to do with the fact that kids have grown up with screens in their pocket and so they're more connected to this thing mm-hmm. than the wider world. Right. So um, they're less inclined to push yeah, themselves out yeah. there. Mm. Strange. It's just, oh. I mean, I learned to drive pretty late as well. Like I learned to drive when I was 23, 20, oh. I think. See, I got that stuff done when I was like seventeen. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. You're, but that. you're. See, I'm. I was. I'm ninety five. So you're ninety five, Dan. <laughs> oh my! You look so good. Um, <laughs> so I think, yeah. So when when were you? What year were you? I'm ninety four. Right. So you're part of the millennials, then, aren't you? Because I'm part of the generation I Gen or whatever. You, I think I'm uh, with you, man. Huh? I'm done with you. You're five as well. Ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel? But you're like the first year, so I feel like maybe we didn't get the worst of it. Like, because mm-hmm. I only, I only got a phone with internet, and like, so I didn't get on Facebook till quite late. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, fourteen compared to a lot of my friends. Yeah, I don't think I had to. I was mm-hmm. in the teens. Yeah, I had a phone when I was like twelve. Like, why do? You, that's so yeah, weird when I think about it. Like, why yeah. had you got? A, why do you need a phone when you're twelve? But, well, I guess so you can call your mom. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, you yeah. mate that lives down the road. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it, uh, really. Yeah. yeah. Strange, mum. Strange. Yeah, I, I I would not want to be a kid growing up these days, mum. Really? Yeah. It freaks me out, all this. What, how, how come? Well, just all this, like, social media stuff. I find it, you know, if you... I feel, yeah, like you were saying, that we were kind of lucky that we had some time away from it. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't a thing... Obviously, yeah. till we were, I was like thirteen, fourteen, whatever. Mm. So I guess that kind of gives you a bit of grounding in real life. Mm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the film Social Dilemma, Dan? I have, and it scared the shit out of me. It scared the crap out of me, man. The bit where was it? The, one of the founders of Twitter said he's like not on Twitter, or 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 he made something new. I can't remember if it was Pinterest. I can't remember what it was, Pinterest or something. And he came home after a day of working and then was on. He like just wasn't going to bed because he was just scrolling through his own invention or the thing that he'd founded. I was like, what the fuck? So even the people that have invented it are addicted to it, which is mad. It's so... Well, the problem is it's so new, isn't it? Yeah. It's such an un, unexplored universe of yeah. possibilities. Are you addicted to your phones? I... I'm very like I try and do try and be on my phone as little as possible. I always, yeah, I've known I know that about you actually. I try and just yeah because I because I have quite an addictive personality anyway. So I try and just mm. you know I never have like notifications stuff. And also, it's so boring. Yeah. Oh man, it's so monotonous and just like yeah. I, occasionally, there's a funny like dog video or I don't know. Watch Joe Rogan podcast or something, but like, yeah, most of the time you it's just, just got to post those cat vi- 
cat pictures and then you're off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just get the job done and then get the hell out of there. Do you know what I mean? Before the negativity comes. <laughs> I'm that cat picture. The I thought you, you didn't get like, the reference. No, I, was... I, th- I thought you meant like cute cat pictures. But no, 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 no. You're like, what are you talking about, you weirdo? <laughs> it's it's the, the ratio of like time spent on it for worthwhile content where it's like, oh, thank goodness it's actually coming. I, like, mm. I just seen like Sam from I don't. Like, get up. Yeah. Get <laughs> it's, it's, this is what I mean, man. Sometimes I like close Facebook, board out my mind go to practice and then just pick up and like open it again without even thinking. And it's like two seconds yeah. out, I'm like, what the hell am I so doing? Weird. I saw so you on weird. your phone just before. Yeah. And I, re- I re- just, just from seeing you on yours, I like reached to mine and I, and I couldn't feel it. And I was like, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I just had that moment of, yeah. There is that. Yeah. That, cause it's so, you're just attached to it, aren't you? So much. Yeah. I wish there wasn't, I wish there was a way to have like my business, stuff and on facebook or whatever and then just not have a personal account because it's just yeah. like i hate like all these group messages and all that it's just like yeah i mean you just tell all your friends to leave you alone and then i've tried that <laughs> but people they just want to talk to me all the time <laughs> it's, so it's, it's so hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh i don't know man it's i've tried like new things towards like whatsapp and stuff like that same problem comes along though doesn't it mm. at least it's not as bad i suppose yeah, at least again, you... we're getting warned about whatsapp too aren't we Elon musk is like get off whatsapp no, Why? there's another one called signal which is apparently a lot better yeah it has like a million or something like that like monthly users by and tesla yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. SpaceX. Our business. <laughs> WhatsApp sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's like who who do you trust? I, so I think. What's the issue with WhatsApp then? Um, honestly, it confused the hell out of me. But it's, it's oh. something to do with like it, I think they've started selling your um, information to Facebook mm. in in one way or not. Maybe maybe not selling, yeah. but now, now it's like you use WhatsApp. They're gonna give some of your information over. Yeah. See, how, how, I mean, how do you feel about that? Because I. There's, I don't know if I care. Like, uh, yeah, it, I know I, I probably should. I know, and I totally get why people do. But when I, if I found out that like Facebook had got all my details, unless they've got my bank details, I honestly couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what? What are they going to do with my? So targeted marketing and stuff, you know. Mm, but as well, yeah. it depends. Like how susceptible you feel to it. And I guess mm. probably everyone's at the risk, even if they don't think they are. I mean, like if I'm on YouTube, I'll literally like mute a, an advert and like look away. Cause I, I'm not here for the, I'm here for some, yeah. some Justin Vernon or whatever, like, you know, <laughs> some Ray Montaigne. I don't want any of this. So I'll literally just be like, nope. Yeah. And then I don't even want to look if it's like a survey, just like none of the above. Yeah. Um, so I try and just stay out of it. I, yeah. it. It has to come into your life at some point, doesn't it? You can't run away from it. Yeah. But, yeah, I try my best. Yeah. It's a necessary evil. Yeah. I'm the same as you, man. I don't. I feel like I don't care, but I don't know whether that's a, a risky business because if everyone doesn't care, then they kind of yeah, they win. Yeah, yeah they get their own way with but, it. Yeah, and mm. I know what you mean about the whole like. I don't care if they sell me information, but it's more like you're saying. It's like the more susceptible people or people that can be like manipulated these with these things yeah. are being shown things and being tunneled down, and also like yeah, from that documentary it's like saying it's like it's having a massive effect on like politics and stuff like that and well, that's true yeah sort of partisanship that we have yeah. going on um you know it's adding to all that it's just like fueling that fire yeah. and it is yeah yeah no that's that's it and and i and i know i know i sh- it's like i know i should care but i sort of just mm. don't 
I don't know. I just can't yeah. bring myself to feel like, because I think I'd just be stressed all the time. I'd be like, oh no, everyone's trying to gather my anything I mm. you know, accept cookies for. I'd be like, oh, they're getting my. You can't like I. I mean, I've started doing this thing where I'm trying to unsubscribe to email. You know, people are sending out emails that mm. I don't. You know, I don't care about. Yeah. But even that, that's effort. You know, having to click go down every single time you go on any site and they accept the cookies and they get your email and then they send you an email. It's like, mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. How many unread emails do you have in your inbox? Oh, well, there's, <laughs> there's two types of people, isn't there? There's the like 3,000 emails unread and then there's the none. And I'm the none. Like I can't, you? can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. Because... Um, I think in my like Hotmail account that I've had for a long time, I think there's over like 12,000 <laughs> or something like that. Because it gets to a certain point where it's like, I cannot like tackle this. I could spend like four days like trying to mm. delete all this and it would just, yeah, you know. You might as well just get a new email. Well, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, all right, I've done with that one. Never mind. And that's like my just like, if you want to send, <laughs> yeah, if you want to send crap to me, send it to that email, and I'm not going to look at it, you know. But yeah, it's bad, isn't it? I'm just imagining all the things you could do to the context and that account. Like, if someone sends you an email, just have an automatic response, like "I'm dead" or something. <laughs> Gone. Not contact me. <gasps> yeah, but I mean, it's not like I'm receiving really important emails. No, I am. <laughs> I'm not. It's yeah. it's so it's just it's like an OCD thing. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't like. You like to be tidy. I just yeah, it, yeah, but not but in that thing specifically because I'm not tidy in a lot of ways. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just my email. Maybe it's mm-hmm. my. I spend so much time on my phone. I need it to be clean. Pristine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Every cool. time I go on my phone, I want to be able to go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that. Little zero, just like yeah, oh, yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, life is going good. <laughs> Set the voice memos, of course. Yeah. Oh, my voice memos are trash. Yeah. Lots Unbelievable, isn't it? Rubbish. Yeah. I get this thing on my phone where I get like voice memos like two weeks after they've been like sent to me, which of course by that point is completely useless. Oh, on Facebook Messenger and stuff. No, I'm talking about on my phone. Oh, like voicemail. Like, like, yeah, voicemail. Oh like, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like. Oh right. Yeah. So it's just like people yeah. like you know trying to call me for like important things, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> can't return the call at that point, can't you? Can no, it's you? a bit because then it also makes you look like an asshole because like okay, <laughs> this guy couldn't be bothered to reply to me. It's now two. What bigger vision of right? Oh man, it's a nightmare. you're an important guy. I mean, Is he? you can't Is he you, man? I can't be. I can't be everywhere at yeah. once. You know what do they expect? Jeez, mm-hmm. return return the call. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Drop me an email. <laughs> to, your, uh, to your non-news account. <laughs> to your dead account. <laughs> yeah, just, every time, every time you get a voicemail that's like two weeks late, find out who that person is and just send them. Send them an email. I'm so sorry I can, can you know, pick just up. Just contact me on here. That's cool. Honestly, I'll get back to you straight away. <laughs> this is the email that I use. Yeah, yeah. All the time. On this one. Zero, zero unread. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I've sent you some song ideas that email, you know. <laughs> amongst like 12,000 like That's hot babes in your local area kind of emails. I want like Matt Campbell does a cover. <laughs> <That's just> so <laughs> funny. I bet you feel really guilty. <laughs> I do. I do. There's probably some gold in there as well. Yeah, well, that's it. Cause, because amongst all that like shite, there's mm. probably some actually quite, some quite important stuff there, but it's gone yeah. too far, man. It's gone yeah. too far. And then it's all into, yeah, it's mixed in with like, it's crap. Mm. Yeah. It's crap, man. Stuff that, like, like emails from people that I've never even heard Wonka. of. <laughs> yeah, just, like, things that I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I've never even used yeah, this yeah. Like, service before. Well, this is the thing. You go on the site once, or and, and they make you... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what's annoying about it. But um, I think it's just something... You, I've just built it into my, my life now. Every time I go on my emails, I unsubscribe to at least one thing, and then I mm. move on. Oh, I wish I was like you, Dan. Yeah. Know. A lot of people say that. <laughs> don't actually it's really sad no oh, one ever says that well <laughs> i wish I yeah you're unique mate unique mm-hmm. um for people that have just joined us or uh got disrupted sorry about before we had a power cut um we're here with the lovely dan addison um who is singer songwriter string ranger just a bit of everything, really. Uh, we're here with the lovely Matt Campbell, you. guitarist, friend, Wolf at the Back, the nice guy. chap, the dude <laughs> over there. Um, yeah, if you're enjoying what you're seeing, we are running this on a donation basis. Um, so if you're live on the Twitch, James has put a link up there before, I think. Um, so if you want to donate towards us, it helps us out just putting things on, getting artists on, all this yada, yada, yada. And we really, really appreciate it. We are now having these episodes up on YouTube and on Spotify, actually on all most podcast apps now, I think, which is great. So if you're listening to us in the future on Spotify, hello, thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe, that really helps us. Um, if, and yeah, if you're watching it now and you want to watch it again and see Dan's lovely face, uh, <laughs> then you can head over to the YouTube and have subscribe on there. Uh, we're going to be having the Kicking Back podcasts every week. Hopefully, every Wednesday, and we're going to be streaming them, and then they're coming out on the Saturday. And it's all, it's just going to be like hey, this thing, just going, man. This creative, beautiful thing where we get to yeah. chat to nice people like that. So, you know, this is so cool. I haven't great, said man. that mm. on through the mic. I haven't said it's so cool. This is amazing. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's, it's been, it's been wonderful to have you here, man. It's been great. Yeah. Um, I did actually want to talk about something that's not particularly relevant. But I think it's this is a serious question. No, mm. no, it's not. It's not serious, man. Uh, but we watched a film the other day that I, I I feel like I need to tell everyone about because right. it blew me away. It was a Bollywood film. Have you ever watched any Bollywood films? Maybe I'm not sure. Right. Well, this uh, particular film was called Bahu Bali Two. What was it called, George? Bahu Bali Two. Bahu Bali the conclusion. The con- okay. James, can you pull that up on, on just so people can have a look? Um, but this film, so it's one of the highest, uh, high highest budget Bollywood, highest Bolly, budget Bollywood films out there. It's quite recent, um, and my goodness, I've never ever ever seen anything like it. Just like the just like the, the most like obviously like very like higher budget like it's great special effects but just in terms of like the way they deal with like story and the action it's three hours long 
it did not feel like it was three hours long. Right. It was just like go from the from the start. It was just like go 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 go, and it was just like any sort of like conventional Western like thing. They've just taken it and just like flipped it, and, right. and it's the most like. And also, it's like really beautiful as well, like really colourful and like enjoyable. Um, is it quite new. Is it? I think it is quite new. Yeah, it's only is it like one or two years old, maybe three years old. Right. Um, Oh, right. Can like we show? Can, are we allowed to show like a little yeah. clip? Okay, let's go camera. I was thinking it was like it was like modern day, but this. And also, oh yeah, the actors are gorgeous as well. <laughs> Honestly, man, it's 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 unbelievable. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to explain the story because the story's like that crazy that um, it'd be hard to explain. But yeah, but it's, it's 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 crazy, isn't it? You don't think about it, but like there's like one point how many billion is that there's over a billion people in india so yeah man. if you're like the most famous actor in india you're like one of the most famous people in the world mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 which is so true um but I yeah never really realized that until um watching it was slumdog billionaire yeah yeah and then mm-hmm. yeah it was fa- honestly it was so fascinating um right. it it just kind of broke the mold um we've watched a few other bollywoods ones since then yeah, not as good, <laughs> but there's always going to be crap films everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, man, you got to check this film out. It's I, yeah, it was like ridiculous and like so entertaining. The laws of physics. <laughs> 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 what makes a film Bollywood? That's my question. I think by definition, it's just like if it's produced in, by a certain company. Uh, yeah, in, yeah. Um, Does it have to be made in India. I would assume so. Oh, but they have like uh, like music through through it's it, and they've got music, like little yeah. some little music bits. But also, it's interesting. Like, so when they have the music, is actually like because uh, it's all subtitles as well. Mm. Um, like the music is kind of like telling the story as it's happening as well. Mm. So it's not just like they've you know really it's like it's, it's explaining stuff as it's happening and this is the action. That I, oh man, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Bollywood has been uh, described as Hindi sim- cinema. Hindi cinema. cinema. There you Hindi go. cinema. Formerly Bombay cinema. Yeah. And it's so, like, beautiful and colourful as well. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. I would very much recommend it to anyone out there. Um, did you watch it with us? No, so yeah, this is my, what I'm thinking. Can you watch it on your own? That'd be weird. I think... Uh, <laughs> yes, very weird. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> do I care? <laughs> it's definitely enjoyed, uh, more enjoyable as a group. But, you know, you could you could watch it in... I mean, we had a couple of breaks. Mm-hmm. But you, it's it's worth it, man. But my favourite film of all, like, series is uh, Lord of the Rings. And I thought it surpassed... What? Batman. Seriously? Yeah. yeah it's actually yeah. better. In terms of, like, just, like... Because Lord of the Rings has a few little dips of just yeah. not, you know mm-hmm. i still love it it's incredible isn't it um but this was just like the the energy was just mm. but not in like a, a tiring way it was just it just kept going man, honestly the um there the was like it's really interesting actually all the um the all the, all the actors involved in i'm a bit this is my nerdy side right mm. so That's it, right, like, you know aragon Viggo mortensen right yes mr hansen yeah so i think um What's his name? Russell Crowe was up for that role. No. no. And Nicolas Cage. I heard about Nick You're Cage. Joking. And he was like, apparently, Pete, was it Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Peter Jackson. He was like really keen on having. Uh, this could all be complete bo- bollocks, but <laughs> I don't. I think. I think 
Nicolas Cage was really like, um, pop, like Peter Jackson really wanted Nicolas Cage. And then he ended up not doing it because he'd have to be away from his family for right. ages. Because like, a lot of it was filmed in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so funny. And, and like uh, Gandalf, I think, uh, Sean Connery was gonna play, <laughs> but he like, yeah, he, yeah, he like didn't get it, and yeah, it you imagine how different it would have been though. If but the were. thing is, like, in some parallel universe somewhere, that happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'd, I'd love to see that. David Bowie wanted to play Elrond. I, heard I thought you were gonna that. say Saruman for some reason. No, <laughs> well, yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> David Bowie, my name is Sarah, man. <laughs> Hold on, just imagine him yeah. going, getting, trying to get the ring. Uh, oh, man. That would have been... I think he would have been a good Elrond, though. He have you seen Labyrinth? Yeah, he's... Uh, no. I've, what? Seen, I've seen him in it, like his oh, minor role. What, what's Labyrinth? It's, a re- it's like... I think it was made in the 80s. It's about um, a girl who's looking after her younger brother and he gets taken by the goblins the goblin king who's played by david bowie oh. wants to t- like takes the, this baby to yeah. his castle in the, in this labyrinth and she has to like make her way through and it's really weird like is it, is it good is it like a good would you recommend it I, I would yeah just to see david bowie play a goblin king because he's sort of like, when he talks, he's, I think he does a bit of singing as well, like it is. Okay. Yeah, it's quite strange. The, 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 I think it's the woman who's who plays, I don't know her name, but she was in like the Hulk with, uh, what else has she been in? I'm trying to think of like one most famous film. Doesn't matter. Check it out. Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Labyrinth. Yeah. Have you watched? That's my film recommendation okay. for you. Okay. Matt, have you got a, film recommendation um, I've got what the, have you guys seen um, the name escapes now it's like the, the Hughes Rock musical it's like Tommy um, the pinball wizard kind of thing I can't, I don't, I can't remember what they call it you know oh, like so El, Elton John did the, yeah Elton John did the tune pinball wizard yeah. it's like the, the only famous thing to come from it um, I watched when that was I watched that when I was at home and that's a film not recommendation that honestly <laughs> so, so hard basically if anyone's like hey have you guys heard about like, the rock musical from the who we should check it out or like holy it was so hard to watch <laughs> is it worse than the room I love the room though yeah, that, that, yeah. well I loved I loved watching the room and I loved watching uh, James Franco's like remake I haven't that's seen that yet I really yeah, want to see you that. Got it, yeah I need to see the, it's just like yeah. great on so many levels man and the thing I love is that James Franco clearly has watched the room a lot like in his yeah. own time <laughs> just as a thing do you know what I mean I've seen the like prosthetic mm. um, outfit whatever you call it yeah it's incredible like yeah and no one knows anything about Tommy Wiser as well. It's yeah, so weird. So weird. Like, no one knows. Does anyone know where he's born? Or well, he says like San Francisco, but like, have you heard his accent? He's like, yeah. He's yeah, it's, yeah. it's like no Eastern European, or yeah. in a way. Uh, yeah. The way have you seen the room? I don't. I know what you. It gets referenced a lot in like uh, bad film. Yeah. Things, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never I've never seen the room. I asked you if you'd seen the room because no. you said. You mentioned bad right, films. Right, right. I've ever, I've never actually seen you it. You guys have got it. Is it like bad in a good way? It's 
oh, it's just good to watch, man. I don't know why it's good to watch. I think it's like it, it must tap into like a really weird part of people that just likes watching things that are wrong. Do you, do you know what I mean? Just purely out of interest. Um, you just got to wonder what, what planet this guy is on. Like he had all this money and he apparently had this vision, but he just didn't have... Like, he just couldn't act, you know what I mean? He couldn't, like, write a story, he couldn't direct or any of these things. It's, yeah. Some of the greatest quotes of all time, though, come from that thing. This is another story, right, and I, I don't know if it's true. Right, so Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. when he made Rocky, he wrote it, he wrote the script yeah. originally, um, and apparently he was going around to all these production companies trying to get you know, money to make it. And, and, and they, you know, a lot of them were interested, but they didn't want him to star in it because he'd never been in any film. I don't know. I don't mm. think, or he'd never done anything that big. And he said, you know, he kept refusing the money and he was living in LA, I think, and had to like sell his dog to pay rent because he was, you know, struggling yeah. so much. Mm. And then eventually this one production company agreed and then was like, okay, we'll give you this money and we'll let you star in it, but we're not going to give you that much. So he ended up, he, he got like a fraction of what he originally needed or what he thought he needed to make the film. And then he took the money and ended up paying like a grand to get his dog back. So he took a bit of that oh, money and bought his dog oh. back and then made Rocky and then the, I don't know, that the gross money, like The money millions, rolled down. Millions mm-hmm. of minutes. Yeah, it's quite a nice story. Yeah, man. We watched, we watched, we uh, watched, what was it we watched the other day? Oh, Rambo. Have you watched Rambo? <laughs> I have, but I can't really, I can't quote it or anything. <laughs> it was, it was good, man. It was, yeah, it had, it was kind of poignant at the end. Uh, it had like a... It, yeah, total twist. It was not what I yeah. saw coming at all. It was like, just, I was expecting like all that action, but it was just like a really sad kind of like, dude comes back from Vietnam and is just lost and can't form a life. It's like... This is what I signed up for. <laughs> and then we all just sort of like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That it's, was, um, yeah, it was, it was good, man. Mm. It was good. There's something about people must just be watching worse and worse films as this pandemic goes on as well. Because you can't... Scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, and, yeah. and you, like, you can't go highbrow all the time either. Nah. You know, if you're in the same household all the time and everything like that, like, like you, you do just want trash don't you like yeah. the amount of like we've just been digging through like Seth Rogen comedies and all that kind of stuff yeah. Jason Bateman's another good one I don't know he's oh, just Jason. he's uh who do he plays like he's fairly famous isn't he he's, he's kind of like Jason Bateman's like that guy he's just Jason Bateman again I, I know that yeah I can't, I can't even um, think James can you pull him up yeah so we can add oh we had that go down yeah let's pull it up yeah. it's fine um yeah, yeah. It's just it kind of same, you know. Like you have, I'd say like uh, James Franco, Jonah Hill, uh, Seth Rogen. You got like, and then you got the guys like hang around with those guys and do some yeah. of the worst films. I think he's probably in like that one, <laughs> and then it just goes down. And then you have like, oh, I know Jason Bateman, the yeah. guy who's in Ozark. I think huh? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. Yeah, yeah. he's sick. I, I love this. He's man. great. He's, he's absolutely awesome. He's so funny to watch, but also just like that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like. It's really dry humor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's um, who's the guy in Always Sunny? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Charlie. Charlie. What's his? What's his uh, the actor? Oh yeah, I know you mean. Yeah. I can't remember what. What's he called? I can't remember. I can't remember. Is he, see, I've not seen anything apart. I've only watched him in it's, it's Only Sunny, so I've yeah. not seen him in anything else. 
So he's in. They're in something called Horrible Bosses. I don't know if you've seen that. I've not seen. Mm. Really that. funny. It's great. Jennifer really, Aniston. Really good. Jennifer Aniston's yeah. in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. God. <laughs> so, my my head is like I've just seen so many films and like watched so many series over lockdown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's healthy now. I think. Mm. I feel like I'm I'm learning a lot of. Uh, I feel like I know how to write a really good story, but. Uh, <laughs> How useful I, is that? Yeah, so yeah, so I, I have a, the at least if something's like really crap, <laughs> I at least have this like analytical mind of like, okay, what's good? Like, how are they filming it? And sort of, so I can take some up from that, even if it's just the most base. Yeah. Just, you know. But for shite. you, it must be hard to watch, to switch that off. Uh, watching yeah. It a little bit, but then if something's like awesome, I'm like, have you ever watched, uh, what's it called? That FBI series on Netflix that's just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Uh, Brooklyn Nine. No. <laughs> it's about how they um, came up with like serial, like defining oh, serial killers. Awesome. Uh, oh. hmm. It'll come back to me. I know what you mean. Mindhunter. Mind Hunter. Yeah. Like that is just like fantastic just the way it's filmed oh it's i can't even believe like the stuff that they managed to achieve with that really? it's like astonishing um what do you like what what's this just like just the way like storytelling in in a way that's so like visually pleasing mm. i think you could like mute it and you'd still understand what was right. going on do you know what yeah. i mean like it's like visual storytelling um and just like technical achievements of like you know, when like doing, you've seen like these like LCD screens and stuff that they have. Um, so for like the Mandalorian, have you seen stuff like that? I've seen Mandalorian, but yeah, I don't know. So basically, they have this new technology where they're able to. Uh, basically, it's like a imagine like a three set wall, but it's yeah. entirely made of like LCD, like massive, essentially like massive TV screens. Yeah. And what they're able to do is that as they move the camera, the perspective and stuff changes. So they can right. basically like create whatever environment they want. They can edit it in real time. So they're like, oh, I don't like that rock there. Let's move that. Let's change that. Um, but also because it's like, obviously it's, it's a lit thing. You're getting natural lighting as well. Yeah. So it's lighting everything for you as well. So basically they can create whatever the hell they want. I think we've got a picture of it here. George, you want to just show? So it's like kind of like that sort of thing. So basically, they're able to do like whatever the hell they want in that space and light it. So they're not having to get any lights in the way. So the camera is able to move freely. The actors are able to are able to be like immersed in it properly as well. So it's not like they're working with green screen where they're having to like pretend mm. something's happening. They can sort of see it and visualize it. Because a lot of actors don't like that, do they? they don't yeah. Well, like I mean, this, that's difficult. Man. Yeah. Like, even like when we were filming you know, the intro sequence the other day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is. Sick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say like acting. No, <laughs> but, but like, but, you know, it's, but it's that placement of like being like right. Right, you're on this bit now and it's like do you know what I mean like we're, yeah. we're at this point in the story and it's like this person has to feel this certain way and and you know like imagine how difficult that yeah. is to do yeah. just at normally anyway mm. and then you put that in with like green screen and it's like right you're being chased by like 15,000 orcs or something <laughs> Like, how do you do that? Yeah. Okay, I could do that one to be fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, but. but yeah, this like this new technology is amazing. But yeah, with all like so with Mindhunter, like the driving scenes mm. and stuff, like that's what they're using for for all that. So all the background elements and stuff that you see. So, but it looks so realistic. Yeah. Because um, you're getting like all the reflections on the car 
and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So it, you know, just like loads of just tiny little details that like just pull it all together in this beautiful way. And you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know that it's not real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. I've Mad. I've watched that series like like three or four times. Whole now. thing, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's fascinating, man. Crazy. As well as it being like a really well written story as well. It is addictive. I mean, I have I did watch like the whole thing on my own as well. Yeah. Like because mm. it was when yeah, it was when I first moved, and I just found yeah, I just discovered it and I was like, whoa, what the hell? This is sick. It's great, man. Um. And this, I find the killers so creepy. Yeah, I know that seems that sounds dumb, but they're so like the who's the tall guy, the one with all the shoot. I don't want to give it, don't want to sp- spoil anything for anyone. <laughs> seen it. I know you mean guy with the shoes. I uh, what's it? I my favorite guys. You know the big, the big uh, fat guy with the, the big one, the big dude. Yeah, so, it's kind of like nerdy. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, man. Yeah. I've just like some, some of the best. Did you like because when we were filming, I kind of I wanted to like ask you all these questions like mm. when we were doing the filming for the video. Yeah, did you were you thinking about certain things that you'd seen and trying to emulate it, or were you thinking, okay, I'm gonna were you sort of trying did you go in with something that you wanted to 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 make like wanted to, yeah. Add? Or were you sort of playing it by ear? I think, no, definitely, like, mo- most of the shots were, like, planned out in a particular way. It's mm. like, the camera needs to do this mm-hmm. to show this. A lot of it is just, like, um, it's just a language, basically. So, like, mm. uh, like a camera moving out uh, as a revealing shot and, and stuff like that. It's basically, you, you're picking up um, just different bits of language and you kind of figure out what works and, and what doesn't. Mm. But then at the same time, everyone's cinematography language is individual. So you, it's the same as like music or anything. You, you pick up like little bits that you like here and there. It's like, oh, I've seen this. Um, I'm going to try this. And, 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 you know, you're picking up little bits. Mm. Same with like, like, like doing the intro sequence. Is there, what Foo Fighters video is uh, it? Long Road, to Long Road to Ruin. The intro sequence to that. I was like, that's brilliant that's perfect okay. it's like okay we're going to take elements of that and then and then sort of do our own thing with it you said um, you'd yeah um yeah so the, i guess it's a mix of that and then also yeah there's definitely an element of improvisation as well mm-hmm. but i i've realized now it's like you just gotta trust you you got because we didn't there was a lot of stuff we didn't know was gonna happen yeah yeah as well. yeah. yeah definitely it was, it was really cool to watch you do because i'd never been on the like video shoot like that before I'd, I'd been on video shoots but where i kind of felt like semi director yeah slash um, kind of like just do whatever you needed yeah yeah done moving stuff around it was really interesting actually to see you do. i mean it was great like what was good about working is because you you'd like built the narrative for mm. it um which was really helpful mm. and then obviously all, all i did was then to sort of almost like put it into words if you get what I mean like put it into like a visual language um yeah but that kind of improvisation is kind of based on the language a little bit as well but it's yeah I don't know you kind of just absorb things and you make a lot of mistakes I've made so many mistakes man go on what's (laughs) (laughs) what's the worst thing what's the worst thing I've done what's the worst thing you've ever done I think the worst 
thing I've done is like just like losing files and like oh. or just like what about on the that's just that's just shoot, like on, sad though isn't it yeah like, on the shoot like yeah just like missing shots and like yeah. or like things not being in focus I mean I've not done that for a while but yeah. like or like the lighting was wrong or you were underexpose it or like the actor didn't do quite the right thing and you can't see the expression on the face properly that sounds like, like pretty good for the worst thing that's ever happened to mm. be honest like, I can't I feel like I've blocked like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a really bad yeah. shit out of my head um, <laughs> but I mean like you know the bulk of my stuff has been like live music stuff so it's kind of there can't be that much yeah it's fairly controlled goes wrong yeah you know what I mean mm -hmm. Um, the thing that always like makes me laugh is when people look in the camera because there's nothing like breaking the like the yeah. wall. <laughs> and someone just going <laughs> like that. Well annoying, of, isn't it? Yeah. Of, so yeah. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, like yeah, James Bradshaw, he's so bad for that man. Every shoot that I've done with cool. him, James, but you know he, that guy just no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just uh, I don't know. But I, I love it. I think it's, it's such a fascinating. Mm. It's an entire another world of like stuff. It's hard, you know I mean? like that camera thing though. If you're panning across, it's hard not. You know, I've got to like <laughs> I like blur my eyes so I don't have to focus on the camera so my <laughs> eyes stay straight. It's really hard not to look at. <laughs> Any tips? I mean, I don't know what to do. Really. What in terms of like when, when someone's like panning. Not panning, but I was like in coming going across, across your, at you. li your line of sight. I always say to people, like, pick a focus point. So, like, pick a, like yeah. a point in the room or something if you're, like, feeling nervous or something. It's Just go for weird. that. Um, it's weird, man. I'm, like, I hate being in front of a camera. I really, really? don't like it at all. Have you, do you not, like, have you ever practised for when you're filming? Uh, me and George did, like, a little sketch thing over lockdown. Yeah. Um, that was, like, the first time that I'd actually done some like acting and stuff in front of the camera. Where is that? Is that uh, it's buried. Where is that? It's no, dead. It's, oh, it's in the vault. It was James more, it, now. No, yeah. it's not. It's not on. Pull it up. It's, it's not out <laughs> in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, it's episode it's, five. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult though, man. It's, it's something very unnerving about just that element. Um, yeah. And I'm definitely someone that likes to get in, like get in there, mm. do you know what I mean? And I, I've, I've always had the attitude of like, even if you piss someone off, get in and get the shot, mm. do you know what I mean? Because that moment will pass mm. and whatever. Same with like, you know, like if I'm filming a gig or whatever, it's like, I'm going to put like, not barge in front of someone, but I'm going to get in your, I'm going to get in your way. Get away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm going to get in your way to get to. I've seen you do it, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the wall. Ruthless. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> but you got I think you've got you just gotta do that, man. Yeah. It, it's it's just to get the and also I don't know, man. I make it up a lot of the time. Just make it up. Mm. Just go where you got. That's the, the most important thing mm. I've I've learned is every time that I've been on a shoot and it's like we're about to start and I feel that something's wrong and I don't know what it is. Every time that I've not um done something about that and just gone on with it anyway i've regretted it so i've just like learned to just be like take a moment and just like look at it and be like right what's wrong and just you know the most difficult thing is like lighting like that's the i'd say that's the most difficult we had thing a to get right mare with that didn't we when we were mm. trying to get the light it was was it this one uh yeah it was this yeah. one yeah yeah god i had no idea you know because we like blacked out all the walls mm -hmm. to 
to focus uh, the light. Yeah. Was that to focus the light on? Yeah, because obviously, if you, that's the biggest thing with lighting to make it look na- natural, you have to be really as, unnatural. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you, you have to like control it because obviously it bounces everywhere. Yeah. Like, and we were in like a tiny little bathroom. It's like how, how big is it? It's not even it's smaller than here. Smaller than this. Smaller than this yeah. space, isn't it? And like, yeah, white walls everywhere. So it's like, okay, we've got to like just put these black <laughs> fur. You uh, walked in and went, <laughs> this will not do. <laughs> but you got to do that. It's so funny though, because then obviously you look at the final shot and you'd never in a million years yeah. like, think. Because it looks like natural, doesn't it? It just looks like oh, all, this, they, all the sweat. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's funny, man. That the amount, that's another thing as well. It's like, when you see like a really simple or beautiful shot, it's like it's never really as simple as you think it is. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so much time and effort. I was and, like, like, yeah, mate, this is going to take, oh, take about an hour probably. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, nah, it's going to take about five or six. <laughs> and you, you said something like, yeah, we'll see how we go or something like that. Because you just knew. I had no idea because I'm just blissfully unaware of yeah. any of the technicalities but yeah you uh it was sick you it was pro we figured it out didn't yeah we? we figured it out man. and and like yeah we had that thing with the light the uh you didn't have the right screw or something and you had to go back oh. get it and then you came back and then you realized you'd forgotten something out yeah. it was like one tiny little thing I yeah i think it was like literally like a tiny little screw like yeah. that it was like i brought everything apart from that I was like, yeah. like, i'm gonna have to go back home and get this you looked so upset i, I was so upset because <laughs> i went back came back and i was like oh my god i've got this other thing i was like i cannot believe it but we made it but we got it we got it yeah it's yeah. good man when's that when's so that was for lady wasn't it yeah that's for the second single so that'll that's be coming a, out after that's a while July. away yeah I'm so oh, mate I'm so excited to release it because first music video I've done it's, is it yeah well let, yeah right it's proper music video. yeah yeah and um just like so much effort I, I just never realised how much time yeah, man. It takes every stage, you know, like mm. that's not even writing. That's not even writing music. That's just purely visual. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I'm talking to you like you don't know it. So it takes well, not like music videos, right? <laughs> it takes it's ages. Quite good to do, <laughs> yeah. but there turn is, the camera. Yeah, there's so many elements to it though, as mm. well, because it's like and it's like lighting, filming, color grading, editing. Mm. You know, all there's like just so many different yeah. branches, and there's people that will just do that one thing for their entire life. I know. Um, I know. So yeah, it's been it's been an interesting journey for me because I've obviously just had to learn a bit of everything yeah. and kind of just like figure it out as we're going along. Yeah. But coming out from the music standpoint, that's got to be like a huge, because yeah, definitely. I think like just just getting it, just being like a really avid consumer of of music and just appreciate music videos and how it actually works with the music. Mm. Like I'm sure, um, just like having played an instrument and been on the other side of it so much that I can't imagine there's that many people who've been in both camps yeah not to no, blow your horn too much but well, well, you know, <laughs> it definitely helped man in terms of like uh, like rhythmic understanding mm. and stuff yeah, like exactly. that particularly in the early days um, was just like in, in terms of like editing like that was like kind of the fallback and then you kind of learn this other nuance of yeah 
because even just like things like where the cut is in terms of like it can be like a few frames in front or behind and that makes a huge uh, like emotional oh, difference we realise that yeah man they, we were yeah. Like, oh, if we just had a little bit if we'd had a second more of that shot yeah, yeah. it would have been perfect to lead on to the next one yeah yeah and yeah. just man. little things like that um, there was a really interesting video I watched uh, a few months ago about this guy talking about just uh, video editing and stuff mm. like that um, and there's this guy I cannot remember what his name is he used to edit uh, films back in the 50s for what's his name cannot remember the guy that did Citizen Kane and stuff like that so, oh Cliff oh no what's his name the Cliff. famous director British uh, oh. anyway but he was talking <laughs> about so his um, he edits to when people blink really so like cuts and stuff um, happen yeah when it like so when there's a blink or anything yeah. like that um, that's where he does the cuts um, so I've taken that element of things so we're like when you know when you like hear a, a beat like that it's not about cutting it on the beat it's about cutting afterwards like so you imagine if you hear right. like that yeah you, you don't blink straight away you blink a bit momentarily afterwards yeah. so that's like kind of the, the most natural that's what right. it is like. it's basically imagine like the human eye is like right you would blink there or you blink there and that's where mm. you do the cuts um blinking um I'm sorry if all my stories are wrong and unfounded, but uh, <laughs> I heard another story. Uh, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yeah. Someone asked him, how do you act with such high level of intensity? And he said when he was a kid, he used to practice, he used to do like staring competitions with his friends. And All he right. always win. So he would be the last one to blink. And it's crazy. If you watch him in some scenes, he just doesn't blink. He just, <laughs> he just stares into the camera for like yeah. five minutes without blinking. Because he's, you know, Quentin Tarantino, there's like quite long scenes, mm -hmm. long yeah. shots. And he, it's crazy, like watching it. So now. Just constantly. Just constantly anyone I'm talking to. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Well, that's the thing that like people like focus on so they've done studies um where basically put like motion trackers on people's eyes and they make them watch certain videos and stuff right to see what they look at in the image yeah and people always look at the eyes that's like the gateway yeah. to the yeah. gateway to the soul do you look where do you look when you're because when i'm looking at you i'm kind of looking in between your eyes yeah it's like sort of around yeah. here i pick an eye man do you? Yeah. You pick one. Yeah. I, I normally pick the forehead. Like <laughs> what if you're looking at a chameleon? Uh, if you're looking at one eye, you might be... Uh, I'm, honestly, I'm not. I'll see what happens when I... I'll let you know. You'll be ready. You'll be ready. Yeah, mum. It's fascinating. Yeah. I, I could talk for fucking hours about it, but, you know. Everyone kind of wants to be an actor, don't they? Like, everyone, everyone fantasises yeah. about Until it. Until I tried, and I was like, okay, wait, wait. <laughs> the thing is, like, at one point, I was a little kid, I'm going to play guitar and see what happens. It's he, he sort of, like, worked out, whatever. And then I said, put in my back, I was like, would the acting worked out? Yeah. <laughs> Had I, like, and I was like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> what about art? That cat drawing was... No, honestly, cool. man, that... Uh, wasn't my best work. I'm pretty good. I did quite a lot of drawing. That was one of my first, first like real that hobbies. So funny. I'm, yeah, I'm really? glad you like it. Just your face. Yeah, just like. 
<laughs> you notice like the pile of other drawings as well no I didn't I just know your art supplies you had so many pencils and yeah, just exactly. this one, li- <laughs> <laughs> one line cat drawing it wasn't even a cat rib it's like this you were like, yeah. like all these ones for like shading and like yeah, cross- yeah, yeah like this, exactly. all these great techniques and you just had this one line yeah. so good oh. yeah. I love, I love to, yeah Man, I could I could talk for hours about just your intro videos. <laughs> yeah. I think we want to we want to do more like I definitely want to get into more doing like sketches and like just like yeah. stupid stuff like that. So man. funny because it's just it's just fun and also it's like a, just a good practice tool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just to like learn. So, mm-hmm. but it looks like, really you know because I don't think it would be as funny if it didn't look like really not you know because mm. I don't know what you've done. The lighting, <laughs> beautiful. beautiful. Like it's, it's re- it looks really nice as well as it being funny, and it wouldn't. It kind of like draws your eye to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you also are laughing at what's going yeah. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely wanted to. We kind of wanted to go with like a more kind of seventies, eighties sitcom kind of mm. vibe mm. for it. Um, it's like the sort of floating head things and, yeah. all, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was fun. But yeah, I think we're going to get into more, doing more sketches and, and, and things oh, like that. Cannot wait. You've got a, a, a quite a good, like, Monty Python-esque group. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, clowns, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so, we're just not very serious people <laughs> at all. Um, you know, that's why it's great doing this stuff as well, though, because mm. it's, just, like, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's great, man. This it's is, all good. This is the first time anyone's ever asked me about my... Oh, so many things writing technique yeah mm-hmm. didn't know what to say but this this is what, what i like about the podcast thing is like there's not many occasions in life where you can like actually just sit across from someone and you're basically forced yeah. to talk for like a couple of hours yeah because like you know if you like just chatting to someone in a bar remember that and um, you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean you can kind of you can have your like short little tid- tidbits. You just go to the bathroom. Yeah, and then you yeah. can then you can you never come back. You never come yeah. back. They never do come back. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> there I am, <laughs> waiting, yeah. drawing so cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Passing the time. <laughs> but yeah, it, like it forces you to like just sort of just dig deep. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, like really get to understand people. And I, I'm not like I wouldn't say I'm like a, a massive conversationalist, but it forces mm. me to just. Mm. Well, I always thought I was an introvert, and I was, you know, I like my own space, whatever. But then I did one of those, um, my the Myers Myers Briggs, mm-hmm. was it? What's Is that, that? name? It's like the personality test where you get a four letter. So you, but you just basically answer a bunch of questions. They're all like on a scale, so it's like one to, like, strongly agree, strongly disagree, and it's like questions like, do you put your friends first or career first, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's like fifty questions or something, and then at the end of it, it gives you a, it gives you a sort of personality type, and it, apparently I'm an extrovert, so I get energy from people, and I was quite like, Ooh. and I I did it maybe two or three times just to see, and I got the same mm. thing each time, right? Yeah, because um, I completely forgot what the questions were, <laughs> um, and all my. It said I was like a really horrible person. Like I didn't. The personality was really horrible. It was like, like all the jobs that because it gives you like careers that you'd be good for and stuff. Oh right. Okay. And all of my there was like nothing artistic at all. It was all like, yeah, just 
I was nothing I would be remotely interested in doing. And it's sort of because it, it sort of says nice things about everyone's personality. Yeah. I feel like this was the least nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I can't remember what letters it aren't. Uh, yeah. What le- What's it called? The Myers. It's called Myers Briggs. Um, yeah, and here's another fake fact for you. Um, it's probably fake. Um, apparently, they use it to hire people in some cases. So, like, they they don't want they don't want the same. You know, they want someone who's like a leader, and then they want people who are good at sort of following instructions and stuff. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. And if that's true, I've probably just chatted so much bullshit. Hey, mate, honestly, that's like, what this is for. This is so fucking bollocks. Like, it's someone, fire. yeah, I'm going to look all this stuff up afterwards and be like, wrong, 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 wrong. wrong, <laughs> wrong. Yeah, but. That's funny that are saying that you, you, uh, yeah. I, I, I always thought, you know, I, I'm a musician, I like sitting in a cave, you know, yeah. playing guitar and writing music. But, and you know, like, I don't really drink loads. I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't describe myself as someone who's like outgoing. Right. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm like, You're not shy though. I'm right? not a hermit, but I don't also like going out all the time. So, um, I was quite surprised. Yeah. I was, so like, I, I think. Uh, if you're an extrovert, it's more. It's where like you take your energy from. So like, mm. how much does being in a social group just deplete your energy? Yeah. So you have to go off and recharge, and the only way you can. And then some people are the opposite, where they just yeah. feel like out of it unless they can go be around people. And like being yeah. around people is how they recharge. Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm definitely introvert, man. Like introvert. probably pretty classic introvert. Yeah, because if, if I spend too long at parties, and I've just got to go and go off and do my own thing for a bit and then come back you're really I see I wouldn't have thought that I mm. I would have definitely thought you were an extrovert because you always seem to be with people like you always seem to be in social situations yeah but then maybe I'm pretty good at sneaking off <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> where's like, Matt yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, it's a bit like when I was doing all the Afro skiing stuff I'd, I would literally just go after like take 10 minutes to go for a walk or something uh, just because I'd just be so like oh my yeah God, but, um, you say skiing yeah, that that like Afro ski, like you know, like the that sounds intense though. Yeah, it was. That was particularly yeah. intense. To be fair, drunk rich people. I think that's. Everywhere. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I think most extroverts would also need a break. Yeah, yeah. From heavy drinking and skiing really fast all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just rolling down hills. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it is a really funny one because you try and place people. I guess don't you? Like, everyone probably naturally like. Like I would probably call Brad a, like an extrovert. Just, yeah, what just like, but I don't know. I don't know how often people get it right about themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. or, or how many people. I was really it. surprised when I did yeah. this. I was like, that is so not what. I, well, it was weird. I was like, that's so not what I thought it was. And then it gave it gives you like a description. It describes you, and I was like, oh, that is actually that's me. the way <laughs> they, I think about me. a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's like kind of like the horoscope thing, though. You know, like it's kind of applicable. Try and make it oh, widely right, right, applicable yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah. sort of you can be yeah, so you can see yeah, bits yeah, yeah. of yourself. And, uh, well, it was weird because I was. You know Anna and Matt Sanderson. Yeah, it was it was on a it was a gig. Oh right, okay. We were we were in Germany, and I think someone told me about it, or someone was like trying to get me to do it. And Anna said before we did it, I remember this so clearly. Oh, I bet I'm the same as Matt. And I was like, what? No, you're not. Like you're so different. No, definitely not. They were exactly the same. Really? Yeah, they got the same thing. But she she called that before, and then yeah. So she obviously sort of. Maybe she'd done it before. Well, maybe, but like, okay. I don't think Matt had done it before. So, hmm. 
I, I don't think me and Matt had done it. And and then when I got mine, I like didn't want to show them. Boris, go home. I don't want you on this gig anymore. Um, yeah, I've never, I haven't met anyone who's got the same as me. I've, I've, because I, I know quite a few people have done it since, and I've, I've never met anyone who's got the same. I'm quite, I'm quite intrigued. You're, yeah. you're super special, are you, mate? <laughs> super unique. Super unique guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, you know, I'm going to give this a it's, go. It's quite interesting. Read it. I mean, yeah, it's bad how long does it take to do? So, like, oh, like ten minutes. Ah, mm. yeah, yeah. might do it after this. You've got the time. I mean, yeah. got all yeah, the time. The bloody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how whether it's like. You know, accurate. Really, it is a bit of fun. I think. All right. Um, well, give it a go. But I was quite like, oh my god, because I was, I was reading other people's and being like, yeah, that's definitely not me. Like my one was definitely mine. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, I was yeah. definitely describing me. So, hmm. yeah. I'm gonna find out what it is. And I'm gonna message you what my letters are. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give this go, man. I'm gonna give this go. Um, you know what? I think that's. I think that's good, isn't it? I think. I think we've done all right there, chaps. We've talked we? about so much. Honestly, man, we have talked a, a lot. Of, this has been quite an exploration of, of many topics. It's been it's been wonderful. Yeah. Um, for those of you that have enjoyed this at home and have enjoyed Dan's factual rambling, <laughs> boring. <laughs> um, Dan, do you want to remind people at home where they can find your music? I just forgot while I was why I was here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it into uh, the old camera there. Um, you can find me at Danny Addison Music on Instagram, Danny Addison Music on Facebook, and Danny Addison on Spotify. If you liked what you heard, and if you don't, just just stream it. Just have it on in the background because. Do you a favour, mm-hmm. man? Streams are great. Yeah. I love streams. Oh, we have a okay. Let's hear a question. Oh, the questions. Uh, we have an audience watching, so yeah. Sometimes oh. we have some yeah, I was, yeah. I was actually really slow, and and I had some wrong settings on my desk, and I I said something earlier, and I thought you'd ignored me, but <laughs> uh, it's like James is not important. I, <laughs> I, I got it wrong. I bet so. this is my mum. Sorry, Kablasarka. Right. K- Okay, let's um, let's hear it. Have you seen Bridgerton on Netflix? Bridgerton, heard all about it. That's the like period drama, isn't it? Kind of thing. I've never even heard of it. I don't. Even, it's not the chess one, is it? That everyone's talking. No, about. that is good. Queen's Gambit. I haven't. Bridgerton. No. Is this a question for who is this a question? I think it's for everyone. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Have you, have you, no, it, I, it was. I've, I've actually posted back when you were talking about Mindhunter. Oh, that was oh, a while ago. Sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> sorry, my fault. whoever asked that. Is, yeah. Might not even be watching anymore. Yeah. Probably watch it no, in the next two. <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't seen it. But thank you for asking a question. Always appreciated. Ah. Um, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up there. If you enjoyed this, um, we're running it on a donation basis. So if you go on the Twitch chat, you can find uh, a donate link. You can pay as much or as little as you want it just helps us run this stuff um please follow us on our social media which is on rec runes uh and follow us on youtube this episode is going to be going out on saturday on youtube and on spotify so you can yeah. watch it all again and then whilst you're on spotify definitely go and check out dan's music and he's got a new yeah. a it's new beautiful. ep which it's is so going to be uh, honestly i've heard a couple of the tracks of it and it sounds fucking awesome so please oh. 
Okay. Please go and check this man's music out because he needs more recognition. Please. More recognition. <laughs> um, <laughs> look at that beautiful face. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, thank you so much for watching. Next week, I believe we have Ashley Garrett coming in, oh. um, which is going to be awesome. I'm going to send in some questions for him. Do, man. Got a lot of questions for Ashley Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Dan, if you could sum this podcast up in three words, what would it be? Fan bloody tastic. I like great. it. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for really being nice. here, man. It's been great. I am so wired. I'm trying to control. <laughs> oh, that. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, Matt, three words for um, this podcast. Uh, Dan doesn't lie. Dan does not lie. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll check the facts later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what I'll do on the YouTube edit is just like every time Dan says a lie, I just have like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like a little cloak disclaimer. Right. I went round last thing. I went round a friend's house, a very old friend of mine who I've known since I was about five, and I said something just while I was in the house, and his mum said, "Oh, is that a Dan fact?" And I went, "Oh, what?" And she was like, "Oh, you know." You know, a Dan fact. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, you know, just stuff that isn't true. And I was like, what? Wow. It's just a thing. I just yeah. apparently, when I was little, or maybe even now, just say things that I think are true. Because I, I do think they're true. That well, is genuinely something. Even if they're not true, it was very entertaining yeah, nonetheless, yeah. mate. I read it on Facebook. It must be It's got to be true. It's got to be true, right? Yeah. Everything on the internet's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, if I was going to sum this podcast up in three words, I would say Dan is fantastic. Oh, maybe say fantastic. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you've whittled it down to two. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for watching. Um, subscribe to us all on our channels. Follow Dan. Uh, we're going to be back next week with Asher Garrett. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. So thank you for watching and we'll see you again next time. <gasps> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to catch up on new episodes every week. Also, check us out on our Facebook and Instagram at Rec Rooms where you can find out about our other exciting music series. We also have this and all our other episodes of the podcast up on our Rec Rooms YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. See you next time.